Hey, my name is Lizzie Smiley, and I absolutely love helping people connect with their calling and all the tools they need to kick roadblocks and excuses right out the door so they can cultivate the life they dream about. If you want to launch, grow, pivot, or scale your Etsy shop, or you've always wanted to develop the mindset and skills to run your own business, then I'm your girl. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit going strong since my very first lemonade stand, and now I'm a work-at-home mama with multiple online companies and a full-time Etsy shop, all while being present with my kids for the everyday chaos and most important milestones. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things business, mindset, Etsy, creativity, dazzling our customers, and so much more. There's plenty of room at this table for you, so scooch on in and let's go. I'm holding nothing back. Welcome to How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. I'm so glad you're here. Hey guys, I can't believe we are just days, like breaths away from 2024. I always get really giddy this time of year because I love a fresh start. I love a January 1st. I love a um, a New Year's resolution. And I had to bring Heather Studio back on the podcast to talk to you guys about print on demand going into 2024. So more on that in a second. But um, I hope you've had a wonderful holiday season. No matter what you celebrate, I hope your um, family, friends, and yourself are healthy and well and thriving. And I'm very excited to just be sharing this time with you today. Um, The first little thing I wanted to tell you is that the, if you didn't know this already, the long-awaited Facebook group is now open. The link is down in the show notes and you can come join. Um, You have heard me dog on Etsy Facebook groups now forever because they are typically very negative, very harsh, very unhelpful. And we just don't need that energy in our lives. Not when we are new entrepreneurs or we are trying to grow. You have to really cultivate the space around you and keep it positive and encouraging and helpful and also fruitful because if you spend your time on a constant scroll of content that's not going to help you, it is not going to help you, (laughs) to put it plainly. So I have created a Facebook group for the How to Sell Your Stuff family, and it will be very uplifting people. I'm going to actually be very strict, and I have several moderators to help me if if, if there is negativity, not normal, just like I'm having a hard day, I need encouragement, or I'm really disappointed about this. That's one thing. But to be constantly bashing Etsy, to be constantly bashing other people, to be really harsh in the comments is not going to be accepted. It's going to be a positive place where you can get encouragement, you can get your questions answered, and we can be a community together. And so make sure you read those rules (laughs) before you join the group, because I'm going to be a stickler, and I'm not going to give warnings. So I'm hoping to really protect this place. I think in our world today, and especially in our vulnerable entrepreneurial journeys, we need a safe place. We need somewhere that's going to be gentle and warm and helpful and kind. And so that is going to be the how to sell your stuff group. And I'm really excited to welcome you in. So I will see you there like later. And um, I'm just got to tell you about Heather today before we get into it. Let me pull up her bio. So um, Heather Studio was back on the podcast about a year ago. She, it was the um, episode number 64 was the first time she was on. It's another great one to listen to. She's extremely knowledgeable and successful at print on demand. So she's a top 1% Etsy and print on demand seller. She, um, her story is really cool. We don't get into it as much today, but she was working in the medical field and had started uh, kind of during the pandemic as a side hustle. And she really had amazing success. The full stories on the, on the number 64 episode today's was just a totally different kind of discussion, but she is a multiple six figure Etsy store owner. She went from zero to $250,000 in revenue in 2021, which is amazing. She's been featured by Printify success stories, 
Upflip and the Side Hustle podcast, which is amazing. She's um, an Etsy print on demand YouTuber. She has a massive YouTube channel. She's a TikTok coach and she has taught multiple students to earn five and six figures and beyond with Etsy and print on demand. I personally have taken her course and thought it was excellent. Um, she helped me, her, her content helped me to get a lot of sales quickly when I opened up my print on demand shop last year. And that was so fun. And so we're going to chat today about what's happening right now, what she would do going into 2024 if she was starting a new shop um, and talking about her experience, like what she's been up to with print on demand in the last year. So please help me welcome Heather to the podcast. Yay! Heather, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Yeah, thanks for having me again, Lizzie. I'm so excited to be here. Even though we uh, talk monthly, I feel like I've been going through podcast withdrawal because you're just... And also, you know what you need to know? I don't even know if I've told you this. You're literally like a household name on this podcast. That's the other funny thing. Like, I probably need to be getting you on here every six months because your name is mentioned like every other podcast episode. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> It's like a Heather and Jenny sandwich, P my POD girls combo. It's the best ever. So you are beloved here. Please know that you're among friends. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me to your circle of the podcast uh, love, I guess, triangle <laughs> maybe between me, you and Jenny. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. But you've got to catch us up. Like what? Um, we'll get to your story in a second because there are so many new people here. And if they haven't gone back to listen to your first episode, I will link it and they should. And I will look up the number so I can tell them here at some point in this during this recording. But tell us what's new. What's been going on with you recently? Yeah. So um, what's new is I started a new Etsy and print on demand business. So there was a portion of this year that I was not fully expecting as far as what I wanted to do for my print on demand businesses. I had my initial print on demand business that I talked about in our last episode that went from zero to 250K in one year. Yes. I had gross profit of 100K. I ended up quitting my nine to five with. And that shop, when I started on YouTube, I shared it on accident. I shared the name of it. I shared the Etsy shop and a lot of people found my Etsy shop through sharing it. So there was a time and point that my sales really dropped. And it was to the point that I had to make the decision just this year of, should I keep this running when my conversion rate is tanking? And that is causing my shop to have lower traffic of actual customers who want to uh, buy and yeah. more of people who are just finding me, which I completely understand. I understand the curiosity when you hear these big stories. It's like, okay, are these sellers legitimate? Are these sellers real sellers or are they faking their statistics? I know that's like common thought. I When I began on with Etsy and Print On Demand, I looked at a lot of YouTubers and a lot of people who had success stories. And I wanted to know, are they legitimate or are they faking these numbers? Because it sounds too good to be true, right? So I completely understand where a lot of people come from. And that's why I had so many people find my Etsy shop, my real one. And well, that did validate me now. Now I have a valid shop that did really well. Um, there's <laughs> positive of this. <laughs> you know, people, people found me they know I'm real. They know what I teach is legitimate and it works and it 
something repeatable. I've had so many students and clients now who have hit six figures in their own businesses through my signature program, the Print On Demand Academy, which is really exciting. And I'm so happy that I was able to do that and connect with audiences. So there's positives that came from the story. But during this year, I had to have the moment of, do I want to keep running this business that's dropping in sales? And it's demotivating for me that I could keep doing this business, this one shop that was my initial entryway into Etsy and Print On Demand that, that allowed me to quit my nine to five, or should I close it and restart a new store, not share it on YouTube, but share my results and my analytics. So I did just this year in the summertime. Before the summertime began though, I was I was just feeling very deflated, again, very de- demotivated because I was like, I'm teaching on YouTube how to start an Etsy and print on demand business, but I don't have one that's doing anything anymore because I'm basically closing it. I'm done with it. So basically I closed that shop or I not fully closed. It's on, I, I basically deleted all the listings, put it on vacation mode. And so after that, I decided, okay, I need something that is going to nurture my soul and make me happy again. And Etsy has always been a source of my creative outlet. It's always been the place I go to uh, create designs and list them. And then what really fired me up is when people bought those designs I created So I decided to start a challenge in April of 2023, the just this year. And I said, I'm going to challenge myself and also my students and clients. And I'm not going to tell them that I'm doing this challenge with them, but we're all going to do it together. So I started a challenge called the 21 day listing challenge in April and I started this challenge as well where students could join me. They didn't know I was, they were joining me though. That was the secret. (laughs) Yeah, that's a surprise. I love it. Yeah. And I was filming it the whole time. I was filming my, my uh, journey and how I started. And I actually posted the first video during the challenge when it was almost over. So I posted it halfway to quarter of the way done with the challenge and I posted it to my students and everyone was super fired up about it. It was so, it was just so much fun because I was recording that I was doing the challenge as well. And it was, it was just one of those amazing moments where it fired up my students and clients and it fired myself up because I saw them achieving amazing results within their first month because the challenge was to post five listings for 21 days straight in April. And I started it alongside my students. So it was motivating for me, motivating for them once they found out I was in it too. And at the end of the 21 days, I posted my results to them. I also was posting and I was vlogging the series on my YouTube channel. So anyone listening to the podcast, you can follow me and do your own type of 21 day listing challenge. Right now, I'm not hosting it live, but next year I am planning on doing it live again. So if you are a part of my uh, Print On Demand Crash Course, which is a free course I offer on my website, you will get an email when I open that up. If you're listening right now and you're like, okay, how do I join this? I will reopen that 21-day listing challenge up again next year. It's just not currently running. So besides that, I opened- smart though, Heather, because it's like having a personal trainer for your business. Like if you're trying to start the new year with, you know, or you're trying to start a new business, to do that alongside you is such a smart thing to offer. Like that's what our students need. So five gold stars. Yeah. And that was my thing is uh, 
it's so hard to stay motivated. It's hard to stay accountable. And that's what I'm really trying to to provide to anyone I work with in the next year is, hey, let's do this together. That Let's take the leap. Let's start our shops. Let's just get going and run out of the gates. I think that's the hardest part of Etsy and Print On Demand. You may be thinking about it and, and feeling like you don't know what you don't know for so long. And then it's like, okay, well, this person's doing this challenge. I'm in I'm 100% committed and I'm doing it. And that's what we did this year. I did that in April, in May, in June. And the clients and students who went alongside me saw massive results. They saw their first sales. They eventually got to their first 100 sales. I have a lot of students and clients who have posted their results six months following. And a lot of those students have hit over 100 sales, which is like super cool because that just shows how working on your Etsy shop every single day for 21 days when you begin really builds your experience so quickly. And, you know, one thing to note about this challenge is what I taught in the challenge is it's not just about quantity, it's about quality. That's that's the biggest in part of the challenge is your first few listings are not going to be that, I mean, not to say this in too negative of a light, but it's not going to be your best listings. And <laughs> as you keep posting listings, they're going to get better and better over time. And that's what the challenge taught. And that's what I, I really preach in a lot of my videos is yes, high volume Etsy shops do really well on Etsy. But the thing is, they learned the skill set of building high quality listings that are going to sell on repeat. And that's basically what we did in that 21 day listing challenge. So uh, going back to what I started this year after ending my shop and just giving up on my shop in a way that was really hard for me to do, uh -huh. but it was the best thing for me because it propelled me into this new shop because I had nothing at in the beginning of the summertime. I had basically nothing. It was like end of spring, beginning of summer. I had no Etsy shop anymore to teach people what I'm learning anymore. And that's what made me feel really sad because I, I'm just the type of person I need to practice what I preach. Yes. So I started that new shop April, May time, and I uploaded over a few hundred listings within the first few months. And my strategies were a little bit different with this new shop. Instead of doing social media, I did Etsy ads. So it was a little bit longer to see scaling and see improvement on that shop. But with that being said, I'm currently sitting at the shop. I have my my browser pulled up with my statistics, but I, I officially reached $14,000 in revenue. Yes. I'm finally seeing a few hundred dollars in profit every month. So it's kind of cool to finally see that scaling. There are some things that I wish I did, like as far as, you know, I wish that I kept posting consistently. I didn't post as consistently as I, in, I intended when I began new the listing. Is that yeah. what you mean is adding new listings? Okay. Yep. So I didn't list as often as I wish because after the challenges, I lost motivation in posting. It's, and that's- Isn't it a thing? Yes. Yeah. I'm experiencing that right now with the shop I'm building. I so get it. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's the thing is if you start a new Etsy shop, once you start building momentum, you have to continue that momentum. And that's one of the reasons why I feel like my shop didn't see that scaling that my initial shop did because my initial shop that went from zero to 250K in one year in you know, it sat at 450K in revenue by the end of its time. 
that shop I posted consistently. I was posting 25 to 50 listings just to maintain a flow in sales and traffic when I first began and I watched the trends and if there was new trends or anything, I would try to create my own trend and then I would stay in the loop. And over time, I stopped doing that, especially when I noticed people were finding my shop through YouTube and copying it and taking a lot of my intellectual property, which again, it just happens. If you're, if you're a YouTuber, it's kind of bound to happen. Or if you're on social media and you accidentally leak your shop, that's one of the problems of kind of teaching what you're practicing is you can have those issues where you accidentally leak something and then this can happen. Um, So any, any future people who have successful Etsy businesses, I think um, they have learned through at least my mistakes and some of my fellow YouTube friends mistakes. A lot of us, you know, have closed our shops now due to that. And that's just a part of it. But, you know, it's opened up this beautiful world that I have now where I started a new shop. I'm working with students and clients that keep me fired up and motivated and I fire and motivate them hopefully as well. So community factor is just so powerful. Yeah. Hey guys, are you in the print-on-demand niche on Etsy? I know a ton of you are either already working in it or you're fascinated by this niche, and I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend Heather, who makes $15,000 per month selling print-on-demand in her Etsy shop. And wait for it, she's helped her students as an Etsy coach build five-figure and beyond print-on-demand businesses through her absolutely phenomenal free and paid trainings. Like seriously, guys, her courses are so good. I bought her flagship course myself. (laughs) Imagine if you made $100 plus a day with minimal effort, had the potential to quit your nine to five and be your own boss, stopped trading your time for money and instead work when you want to, get 10 to 20 plus sales a day organically from a store you began six months to a year ago, have the ability to work anywhere only a few hours a day. This is the beauty and freedom of print on demand that has so many of us extremely excited. Print on demand is only growing and new products are catching on left and right. So let me reassure you, you're not too late for this party at all. If you want to get started with Heather's free POD webinar, how to earn your first $10,000 with Etsy and print on demand, just go to heatherteachespod.com. That's heatherteachespod.com or visit the show notes of this episode. Can I ask you a question? Because you said something a few minutes ago that that I did not remember. And so I want to either, well, anyway, what I was going to ask you is you said for your first shop, you would you were using social media to build it? Yes. Yeah. I didn't so- remember that, Heather. Tell me. I need, I need, <laughs> what? Yeah. So when I first started my first Etsy shop, I tried Etsy ads, but- The problem with Etsy ads is at least for anyone who is just starting and you're, you're kind of just trying out, you know, playing around with Etsy. It's like, oh, I don't know if this is serious yet. I don't know if this is for me. I'm not willing to invest that much. That was at least my first initial starting point. I did not want to invest over $100 and Etsy ads were really scary because I didn't know what would sell, what wouldn't sell. So 
I tried Etsy ads for a little bit. I remember I spent, it was close to like 50 to $100 on Etsy ads and I was using them every day. I wasn't seeing a return on investment because again, I didn't know what would sell. I didn't even know what niches to sell in at that stage. And I was just listing a bunch of different products, a bunch of different designs and kind of just, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall on my business. I didn't see any sales and it wasn't until it wasn't until like probably the second and third month in i finally fell into a groove of the niches i would post in niches i found that started selling really well for my business and so basically within the first and second month i stopped using etsy ads cuz i was losing money and i decided i was like you know what i'm on facebook i can join facebook groups and this it, it's very scary for me because some of those groups I was already a part of, other groups I just joined and was trying to um, ask the admins. I, I, I asked over 10 admins, hey, I have the small business in the niches that I was in. And I asked the admins, hey, can I offer your group a discount for buying from my small business? And can I post in your group? And I had a lot of admins that turned me down. They said, no. Yeah. We don't want spam in our group. And I was like, I completely understand. I will not post. But the groups that did say yes, they really love my designs. That was one of the kind of selling points of these groups wow. because the admins were like, hey, I like your design. I want a discount. And also I know my community would want a discount. So they allowed me to post. And I think it was also the designs. I don't want to say it was all just luck that I was just, you know, I sent people no, yeah. some, some of those uh, t-shirts I designed for. And I said, Hey, you know, is there any suggestions you have for my shop too? And they gave me suggestions. So it was like a feedback loop. I got, I got to post in these groups and then people commented and said, hey, can you make it say this? Can you do this phrase or that phrase? And then I wrote all of those down. I remember I put it all in my notes app on my phone. I was writing down all these phrases. And so I had a feedback loop as well where it was like, okay, I'm getting traffic to my shop. I'm getting sales. And I remember the first time I posted in a group, I had, I want to say it was like a few sales that first day. And then I posted in a larger group that had high engagement. And I remember that day, my phone was going off the wall with notifications oh, on sales. Best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I posted, I kept posting in these groups for a few weeks and it kept on the days I posted, I got over 10 order days. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is a few hundred dollars in sales and profit, you know? And I, I got so addicted to doing that. So I did it for a few weeks on and off. And then I stopped. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stop posting in these groups and see what happens. So I stopped posting. And then I realized that due to me being on social media, it ranked all of my listings that I was yeah. posting to the point that I was on page one. That oh. I didn't even need to post in, on social media anymore. They were, I was already on page one. You primed the pump. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, so <laughs> I can feel so, this in my body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically I... I shot myself up to page one through social media. And you can do this in multiple ways, not just social media. Like you could do this with Etsy ads. If yeah. You're if, in, you yeah. know, really, if you have a really amazing design that people want, 
on a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or you bring something unique to the table, you can still shoot up organically because I had other listings that did really well organically as well. After that too, since my shop started getting so many reviews, it was just a a really great momentum I was in that I threw myself into from the social media posts because I was posting new listings of those phrases people were suggesting to me too. And once I posted those listings, then they started rising organically. And some of my best sellers were actually suggestions from customers. They just said, Hey, can you make this shirt? And then I made the shirt. I sent them the link. They bought the link. And then one of my listings that was one of my first bestsellers, it was one of the ugliest designs I thought I'd ever post. <laughs> but <laughs> that was the listing that someone suggested to me what they wanted on a t-shirt. They said, can you do it in this design? I was like, oh my goodness, I do not want to do this design. And so <laughs> I posted wow. it. I sent it to them. They bought it immediately. It it ranked me on the algorithm. And then I got more and more sales once it ranked me from people finding it. Within weeks, I had a bestseller badge and I was- No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I'm, that I'm was giddy. the magic. Yeah. Okay. So th- oh, this is this is uh, amazing. This like talk about just a- um, I, You know what is so fun? And this is why I love this podcast is because- everyone's looking for like the magic bullet or like the one way. And there is no one way in any niche. There is no one way. And I love that now you've even proven a couple of different ways. You you like stoked the fire on social media the first time. Now that you have like, you know that you create designs that sell. And that's the big thing. People complain about Etsy ads, just like you were saying, because they waste money, but it's because they haven't proven their design yet. So when you're brand new, you have to you have to see what is selling first. Create things. The ones that sell put the ad spend behind it. But now, what's different for you now, Heather, is you've got years of experience. You've had you've made hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know when you create something that you can put some ad spend behind it, and a lot of it's going to go. And mm-hmm. I've had I had the same experience when I started my print on demand shop. Um, I had no objection to running ads because I knew. I knew what was going to work and what wasn't with experience on Etsy. So this is I didn't know the social media part. Or I did, but it was a year ago. Speaking of which, guys, if you go back to episode number 64, that was when Heather came on. And it, it was a complete, this is, this episode is completely different than that one. So you want to go back and listen to it. But for the time that I have left with you, Heather, would you please speak to the new Etsy seller or the person who just still hasn't been able to get their shop off the ground yet? I think not only do you have like the years of experience, but you've just started over again. So you are just going to be ripe with like, wisdom about what should someone in 2024 do to start a print on demand shop? Like what, what do we need to know about, you know, what's changed on Etsy? What do we need to know about getting started those first few steps? Yeah. I think that the first few steps, what's really vital when you first start is knowing your risk tolerance and asking yourself a very serious question, which is, can you afford to pay Etsy ads? Are you willing to spend on Etsy ads? And usually when you first start off, it's going to be a dollar to $5 to $10 as much. Basically, as much as you can spend, you're going to want to spend that when you first begin to get visibility if you're not using any other tactics to get traffic into your shop. So let's say that the answer is no. It's and that was for me. You know, I I did not want to spend. I tried it. I wasn't getting sales. And it also comes with experience too. So I wouldn't tell someone, you know, use ads right away. I would get into the flow of uploading listings first, 
knowing the niches, audience types that you want to sell to that you know are going to be profitable and are going to get you return on investment on those ads. So I guess to start off, just knowing your risk tolerance to start is the most important part. And I know for people who start with print on demand and Etsy, and maybe you want to do the digital route. I mean, Lizzie, I know you're, you're probably going to be touching on I'm digital as so well. hard on yeah. it right now. It's, it's literally all I eat, sleep and breathe. It's so much fun. Yeah. So yeah, you and me, kid, I don't keep yeah. going. Yeah. So it depends on your risk tolerance as far as if you're looking to do print on demand, you're going to be looking at 50 to $100 to start up to pay for uh, Etsy mm-hmm. listings, 20 cents per listing. Usually for a print on demand business, it's going to be, you want to upload what I recommend is over 100 listings within your first few months. Then you want to invest on some high quality mock-ups and other things like that, that may come in the way. Maybe you invest into a design software as well and other assets that you need. So you're looking at about 50 to $100 startup costs, but if you're looking to do ads, then that's something that you'll have to factor in as well as beginning budget. But when it comes to uh, getting traffic to your shop, this is really crucial when you first begin is how are you launching those listings? Are you posting on social media? And if you're not posting on social media, then you're going to need to find another way just because competition is pretty high now. You know, I feel like it's always been high on Etsy that one common thing that students and clients come to me about is how do I get visibility? I'm having problems getting visibility. I have hundreds of listings. There's no visibility. They're too general. They're going too general every time I look at them. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing is, you know, it's finding, there's a few things on getting visibility and there's three tactics that I stick to is one social media that we talked about today. Two is Etsy ads. Three is targeting high demand niches and micro niches that some people have to start with is just finding those micro niches and designing for a very passionate audience, which I deem as a niche. And I know there's, there's, um, a very huge controversy on how to say niche. So (laughs) not around here. We just say niche, man. (laughs) Lizzie, Lizzie, give me a look for anyone who's I know yeah, if you're not watching it on YouTube, because I'm just like, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, niche rhymes with the B word too much. I like niche. Yeah. It's nice and smooth. It's PG. Uh, I'm good with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had um one fellow YouTuber who said maybe they said that they might consider challenging me and uh, pronouncing it the other way and then saying <laughs> the, the B word after, you know? So I was like, I was like, that would be good. That would be some really good um, beef to have with someone on you YouTube. Totally. Yeah. I, you know what? Like, you know, like Hugh Jackman and what's his name vibes. Why can't I think of that attractive actor? You know what I'm talking about? How they battle uh, it out all the time. Um, Blake Lively's husband. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Thank you. Cause everyone was yeah. screaming at me through, I'm sure in their cars and wherever they're listening. Yeah. Those two, you know how they, oh my gosh, you yeah. should do it all day long. I'll make <laughs> y'all sweatshirts. Yes. Yes. I would love that. Yeah. I have um, a cup that I have lost at the moment, but it says drink every time Heather says niche because <laughs> I say it so often. And I, you know, there's a tactic and strategy involved in me saying it so often is because I think in targeting the right niches is that's what unlocks getting it's hundreds in profits, you know, per day. And at least for me, once I found the niches that worked and again, the high demand, lower competition niches usually fall into the category of micro niches. And that's something to target. 
when you first begin. But basically out of all of this, if you're targeting those micro niches, you do need to upload uh, hundreds to even I would say thousands of listings if you're doing that tactic rather than using Etsy ads or social media. And that's how you can scale a, a new business and get that visibility is targeting where you can um, show and maybe rank to page one on search. So those that's kind of my steps as far as starting a new shop is, first of all, assessing your risk tolerance. How much money are you willing to invest into this business? Second of all is posting high quality and high quantity of listings, not just high quantity. Again, going back to earlier in this episode where we talked about um, it is about quality and uh, kind of getting in your reps and getting better at yeah. the skill set of creating those high quality and high converting listings that when people are on Etsy, they're it stops the scroll. You want the scroll stopping listings on Etsy. So besides that, that's, that's kind of my basic list. There's more to it than of just that, of course. And I feel like I'm, I'm definitely skipping over a lot because I don't want to, um, I feel like I could do like a whole three hour episode on it. If, oh my gosh, if we, we should do it one day. I know. Yeah. Maybe we should some days do a three hour episode. Wouldn't that and be like, fun? Like, do yeah. I've never done that. Like an extended version. Do you, oh my yeah. gosh. And we could really go ham with it and like go live on TikTok while we do it. Anyway, I'm, I digress. <laughs> hey, hey, you guys. Coming in hot with a pro tip. Are you ready? Do you use special fonts, graphics, SVGs, or other digital goods to create your products or run your Etsy business, you need Creative Fabrica. So for years in my shop, I walked that fine line of either using stock fonts and graphics that were right there on Canva, and I had a ton of trouble differentiating myself because let's be honest, everyone else was using them too. Or I had to go invest a ton of money, sometimes hundreds of dollars, to buy them direct from a designer so I could create something extra unique and stunning, right? And don't even get me started about the whole factor of making sure I had a, a commercial use license so that I could use it for business. It was a whole whole nother expense and hassle, to be honest with you. Um, but I have since found a better way, and I'm letting you in on the secret, okay? Enter Creative Fabrica. You guys, getting a membership to Creative Fabrica has been a game changer for me, okay? I've literally saved thousands of dollars. I'm able to create faster because I no longer have to scour the internet for what I need. It's very convenient. Not to mention, I don't have to wait for my budget to allow for a new digital asset before I can create something new. I have this membership. I can just access it whenever I want. So what is it? Creative Fabrica is a website where you can access unlimited digital goods for just $9.99 a month, like $9.99. This uh, my jaw drops because this is this is an insane deal because everything comes with a commercial license as well, which means you're allowed to use them legally for profit. And, and I, I have to chuckle because this is this is less than I used to pay for just one font before y'all. <laughs> like $9.99 for access. Okay, they have over six million fonts, graphics, and other digital resources that you will have full access to at any time. It's essentially like, like, to be honest, this is like the top Etsy seller's best kept secret that you are now privy to. <laughs> Welcome to the family. Did I mention you belong here? You belong here. Um, and on top of that, Creative Fabrica, so they discovered this podcast. They reached out to me and they were like, Lizzie, I, we want to offer your audience like a special, a special little perk. I'm just like, well, we love that. Tell us what it is. So 
Now, you guys can get one month free. You can get a free trial for up to 10 downloads, and you can test drive it and see if it's a good fit for you. Like, I I literally pay my own membership. I love it. So if nothing else, like, take a free trial. Stock up on some fresh stuff for free. Thank you, Creative Fabrica. And if you love the service as much as I do, it's just $9.99 per month to keep it going. And you can also um, cancel at any time. No questions asked. I love that. I love it when they do that. So if you want to jump in on the sweet deal, just go to howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash creative. Again, that's howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash creative. And you can grab that free trial. I'm so excited, you guys, to share this with you because uh, this is like one of those pieces to the puzzle that can just change everything. It can just up the whole game. So just like let me know how it goes, okay? What resources, I know you've got a really exciting um, offer coming up soon here to help people who are getting started, but can you just share a little bit about some of the resources you have for people who want to go deeper? I always recommend to my audience, like if you, you either have to spend money or spend time um, to get started. And if you need to make money, like investing in a course from a reputable trainer or coach can just shorten that tremendously. In fact, my own story was... When I started with my handmade Etsy shop was I had my my shop open for several months and I only had made one sale and made $25. And I took a course and I learned how to do SEO and I learned how to do, write my listings better and I learned how to take better photos. I, I took a course and my sales shot from $25 to $6,000 plus a month. And so you're one of the very few people that I recommend as like a trusted coach because I don't teach print on demand. So like you're the person that you and Jenny are the people that I recommend the most frequently. You both have a very different vibe and approach because there's no one right way. And so y'all are my girls. Can you talk about what you can, what you have available to help someone getting started or who hasn't been able to break through yet that maybe needs to invest in some training? Yeah. So the first place I usually recommend is if you do not know what you don't know about print on demand and <laughs> so Etsy. Good. Yeah. That's, that's my best way to describe it. I, I was there where I would not open an Etsy shop for the longest time because there were so many scary things opening a shop. It's like, okay, do I do an LLC? Can I open a shop without an LLC? Do I need to, um, like, I don't even know how to trademark research at this stage and all of those things. You know, yeah. you have questions. How do I pay myself as a new print on demand business owner? When does the orders go through? I have a whole free course called the print on demand crash course for that reason. So you'll see it in the links on Lizzie's sites or or you have show it's notes in the below. podcast too, yep. show notes. So in Lizzie's show notes, you'll have a link to that. You will also have a link for my Launcher Shop to 100 Sales webinar. This is a free masterclass in training where you can learn um, how to gain visibility, what we talked about today, how to launch your shop from zero to 100 sales when you first begin. That is where I would start if you're just looking for free resources. Um, I also have my YouTube channel. So that's all, all free resources there to get started and answer those questions. So the second thing that I have is the Print On Demand uh, Academy. This is my signature course that is 100. I took it. It's amazing. Uh, thank you, Lizzie. Uh, this is my course that has scaled a lot of students from just starting, maybe hitting a few sales to their first 100 sales and scaling them to that four, five, and six figure mark in their businesses. I have a testimonial page of real clients and students who have done this. So it's really exciting that, you know, I've had so many 
amazing clients to work with who have gotten to that stage now. And Girl, you got I, me a bestseller badge within three weeks of, of launching. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know that. Was, I didn't know that. So exciting. Oh my God. Yeah. A hundred <laughs> sales and a bestseller badge within the first month. It was insane. Keep going. I'm oh just, my goodness. I'm sorry. I'm vibrating. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I do have a special promotion running until the end of the year with the Print on Demand Academy because I have a, new boot camp that's going live the first week of January. So the January 2nd, the 4th and the 5th, I am doing a three-day live boot camp called the Print On Demand Launchpad. Now, if you're in the Print On Demand Academy, prior to this, you do get a ticket into the program and oh, this wow. boot camp. Yes. So this is included. So again, you have a couple more late. days, guys, get on yeah. it. You have a couple more days. <laughs> so you have a couple more days to join and start in 2024, we're going over goal setting, planning for the new year. Um, the whole structure of this boot camp is to get people started to fuel, ignite, and launch their businesses into 2024. And then you also get the 21 day challenge self-guided program. Um, so you'll have a community of other challengers in it. I'm opening up a private group and server that people can interact, um, it, I did want to run this challenge live, but I have my honeymoon coming <laughs> in the second week of January. So I'm unable to run it live for January. But after that, again, I'm going to be running those during 2024 because it was just so impactful for a lot of clients and students to get to those 100 sales and beyond and just scale. So besides that, um, you can get tickets to the print on demand launch pad just by itself. I understand a lot of people are not looking to enroll in a course in the new year. So if you just want to do this launch pad three day live boot camp, we'll have links for tickets, um, in the show notes as well. So you can grab a ticket, grab your seat. It is a limited boot camp just due to how many people we can host on yeah. the, the live, uh, platform. So just know you can save a seat in the show notes as well. So, so just to clarify, Heather, if they um, enroll in the Print on Demand Academy before on or before December thirty first, they're going to automatically get a ticket to the launch pad. Yes, yes. So wow. they will automatically so get a ticket. Um, if you do not get your ticket like immediately in email, uh, usually within fifteen minutes of enrolling, they'll get a ticket. But if they don't, they'll just email me if you're a Print on Demand Academy student. Um, but yeah, it's just to get people into starting their shops momentum. in 2024. Yeah. yeah, just start that momentum with me the first week of January if you really want to take this seriously as far as 2024 goes. And I'm just excited for all the people that um, are going to start their shops in 2024. So start the new year with a bang and get those listings started. So I think it's an incredible time. I think that um, if you get the right coaching about not having trademark violations and you do it before you open your shop and you learn how to do SEO and you learn how to have great pictures, it's an amazing opportunity because... I, I feel like there's a lot of movement in print on demand right now. Like there's opportunity, there's there's like pockets opening up. Whereas before for the last few years, we've just seen it be lots of opportunity, but kind of like very full. And I feel like there's just more and more space for new sellers. And I haven't felt that before. And I don't want to open a can of worms. That's another episode. But I just want to thank you so much, Heather, for, for coming back on the podcast and sharing and also for your friendship because I don't want to do Etsy without you ever again. <laughs> 
Oh, well, thank you for having me again, Lizzie. And I can't wait. I'm sure I'm going to be on the podcast several more times. So, (laughs) or at least I'm, I'm manifesting it because I love being on your podcast so much. So (laughs) I insist, I insist. And I do think there could, it could be fun to do a long form episode. You guys let me know, shoot me a DM. If you think we should do a long form episode, like a couple hours or something nuts like that. I think that could be crazy cool. Um, Heather, real quick before I let you, oh, sorry. What was that? I totally was saying that it would be really cool to do a live maybe sometime. I mean that I think we just need to do yeah. and we just need yeah. to, okay so like that's fodder for our next uh our next happy hour convo um yes. <laughs> before I let you go your tell everyone your YouTube channel name and your socials real quick yeah so my YouTube channel name is Heather Studio and uh my other socials Instagram and TikTok I'm at it's Heather Studio yep. I will link those, web- but yeah yep and website, my website is www.heatherxstudio.com. And um, again, it's linked in the show notes too. So so much easier to click away. Okay. Thank you, yeah. my friend. You are the best. And we are, we're very grateful for your time today. Yeah. Well, thank you so much Guys, for having me again. Yeah, absolutely. Every day, every, all day, every day. Y'all, um, we love you so much and we're just celebrating you as we go into 2024. I'm so excited for you. And please let me know if there's any other way I can support you. If there are other podcast episode topics you want, I just, I'm rooting for you and I want to see you do this. The How to Sell Your Stuff family is going to be the most successful Etsy family, period, with the highest integrity and the most positivity because the Facebook group is coming. And um, I just, until next week, go make something awesome and know how much I love y'all. Take care. And that's a wrap on this episode of How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you're looking for more resources, head on over to howtosellyourstuff.com where you'll find podcast show notes, all the links from today's episode, the blog, courses, coaching, and more. If this episode was helpful to you, awesome. The greatest compliment I can receive from you is a rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Not only will it allow us to connect again on a future episode, it lets me know I'm providing you with value and helps other people find this content more easily. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support. Have a great day and see you next time.